Coming to you from behind the craziest socialist lines of the Pacific Northwest, local and national news talk and opinions, this is the Behind the Line podcast. This is breaking news out of Washington State. Today is the day after vaccine mandates went into effect for all state employees, and Jay Inslee has locked out any representatives who have not provided proof of vaccination or who have refused to get vaccinated. They can no longer go into the Capitol. So not only do our representatives have no voice in this state, but they also now cannot go into work. The king has spoken and thou shalt comply. Just wondering when people are gonna have had enough of this guy, the savior of the state, the only man who can save us all. Watching Inslee last week during his speech, practically salivating at the mouth when he was talking about letting these people go and didn't matter how long they'd been with the state and uh, we wish you well, he doesn't care. And then going on to talk about how he's going to do as much as he can to get more people vaccinated because it's not enough. He wants everybody vaccinated. And of course he was hinting at going after the kids next because kids are a large percentage of the unvaccinated population in Washington. Now, luckily, you know, Seattle School District is asking the state to make it a requirement for the entire state because they don't want to be the ones to uh, force the issue with parents. And luckily, the state superintendent Chris Rakedahl has said that it's quite a process to get a vaccine vaccine approved to be mandatory for students. So hopefully that's down the line somewhere and something can be done about this before we get to that point. Because myself as a parent, you are not going to tell me what is going to be injected into my children, especially something as untested and unproven as this vaccine. And which we've already seen doesn't even work. You still catch and carry the disease. Kids are not dying from this disease. They don't get it as badly anyway. So it's pointless to be making children get vaccinated. And if you're going to use the argument that you're immune compromised or your child is immune compromised, so we have to get vaccinated in order to protect you or your child or whoever, no. We don't. We've never had to do that as a society. We've never been forced into some communal protection program. You need to take steps to protect yourself or your child if you're concerned about that. It is not everybody else's responsibility to cow down to what your needs are. Sorry to say. And back to the representatives being locked out. I mean... I it it upsets me that this is happening but for the most part the the vast majority of these representatives have been quiet during this whole thing. They've done nothing. They haven't done anything. They haven't contested Inslee. They haven't demanded a special session really. I mean, the some of the Republicans have and a couple Democrats, but 
uh, largely quiet during all of this, during all of the lockdowns, shutdowns, mandates. They've just sat there and done nothing. And these people represent us on the local level. And I think it's disgusting that they have not done more to protect us. And where are they on all these other state employees being terminated? And, I mean, if they're non-compliant, why aren't they terminated as well, Inslee? Why aren't you terminating them? They're not do, they don't do anything anyway in this state. I mean, you, Inslee, is the ultimate control, the ultimate decider, apparently, and uh, he he can run the state all by himself. Him and Bob Ferguson together. Just uh, they don't need anybody else. I just these representatives need to speak up, stand up for our rights, and put a stop to this garbage. This has gotten so far out of control. It's insane. Now let's talk about terminations that have started happening. So. The ferries have already cut service by 40% because of staffing shortages. And uh, I'm assuming people who have left prior to being fired. So now I would assume they're going to lose more people on top of this because of people who decided to stay and see what happens. And so now uh, ferry service could be cut even more. The state patrol lost 74 troopers, uh, which may not sound like a lot, but depending on where they work and how many from each district are gone, this could be a major problem for the state patrol. And depending on what these troopers did, if they had any special, uh, you know, if they provided any special services like DRE, drug recognition experts, accident investigators. Uh, the state fire marshal was one of these people that got uh, let go. So you're not talking about just guys in patrol cars driving around pulling people over. You're talking about guys that are necessary to affect arrests, complete investigations. And the accident one could be a massive problem because these wrecks happen on the freeway, especially a big accident. You're talking about traffic being tied up for hours and hours. And now if you don't have the personnel to complete the investigation or you're having to call people from other districts, you're just talking about more time, more wasted time for everybody. The roads will be closed longer, all kinds of other issues. Uh, and the state patrol overall lost uh, near 200 people. So I would assume some of these people are also dispatchers or 911 operators. If you call 911 on the freeway, you're going to get a state patrol 911 center. Uh, and if they're not there, then you're talking about sitting on hold, uh, you know, if, you, if you're trying to report some kind of an emergency, you're, you're talking about lives. So the state 
uh, Department of Transportation lost about 42% according to DOT employees. And again, winter is coming and you're talking about uh, snow plows over the passes and snow plows on the freeway and de-icer on the freeway when the ice and snow starts. What are they going to do about that? How many accidents is that going to cause because they aren't going to be able to keep the roads safe as winter rolls around? Ensley tries to say he's got 90%, 90-some-odd percent compliance with people getting vaccinated in the state, and it's a lie. It's The numbers are skewed, of course, and uh, they're going to come up with every other excuse they can. They started talking about staffing shortages a couple weeks ago, uh, and so they can use that little excuse instead of the vaccine mandate being the reason people are gone. And they haven't even talked about other state agencies and how many people they may have lost and how that's going to affect service. And we all know how good uh, departments like unemployment and Social Security and L&I, uh, you know, they, they have great customer service already. And, uh, you know, it doesn't take months and months to get uh, paid if you're on unemployment or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure this isn't going to cause any ripple through those and make that even worse for people. A lot of these positions are positions that cannot just be rehired immediately from people off the street, especially when you're talking troopers. They were already uh, about, I think they said, uh, 80 80 to 100 positions down before all of this started because they can't get anybody to work there. The pay is very low compared to city police departments and county police departments and nobody wants to work there. Not to mention they have residency requirements for whatever district you work in and much like the military, when you go into the state patrol, you can put in a request to work in a specific area, but there's no guarantee you will get that. And they will send you where they need troopers, which means they will tell you where you're going to live. And people don't want to be forced to live in certain areas. So you're talking about, you know, now they're going to be in the neighborhood of 150 troopers down. Uh, and... How are they going to fill those positions? You're not going to get people wanting to be in the military, basically, and moved around and paid a very low wage when they could go work for a city department, live pretty much wherever they want, and make three times the amount of money starting out. It's the same thing with their 911 center, and you can't just hire somebody for 911 or dispatch off the street and throw them on a phone. You have to go through an immense amount of training that takes months and months to complete, just like law enforcement. So you're not gonna get Joe Fat off his couch who says, who cares, anybody, there's lots of people lined up for that job. There isn't. Circling back to the Washington State Patrol, 
they're reporting now that a total of 1,800 employees have left the patrol due to the vaccine mandates and other things related to COVID, uh, retiring early and everything else uh, prior to this vaccine mandate coming up. So the state patrol has lost a lot of people. And if you believe for one second them saying that you're not going to see the effects of this or it's not going to affect your safety on the road, then you're kidding yourself. As far as Seattle goes, Mayor Jenny Durkin would like you to believe that they're at 98% compliance with the police department and fire department. Uh, They claim at this point only six officers have been let go for not turning in any paperwork. They have an additional 100, 100 officers who turned in religious or medical exemptions and it's yet to be determined if those will be accommodated. They've been accepted at this point, but they don't know if they're going to accommodate those officers and allow them to continue to work. So there could be another 100 officers or more that are let go over this mandate. The fire department has not uh, really released any solid numbers that I've heard other than a handful of firefighters, supposedly. I personally know a lieutenant that works for the Seattle Fire Department, and he said at least 50 firefighters were let go. That is a lot of firefighters, even for the city of Seattle, to lose. And that job is not something that's going to be filled in any kind of timely manner. There is months and months of training involved once you get somebody hired, not to mention the long testing process in itself to even get people to that point. So you're talking about shortages that are going to last for an extended period of time, and it is going to directly affect public safety. These mandates are draconian and ridiculous, and it's not going to make a difference other than for politicians to brag about numbers of people vaccinated. There's no reason weekly testing could not be done. A vaccinated person still carries and transmits the disease, and oftentimes not even knowing that they're doing that. However, if you were to be tested, weekly, you would know if you're sick and know to stay home and know to stay away from people. And the other part of this is, why are we not looking at natural immunity? Every other country in the world is using natural immunity as a reason to not be vaccinated. Natural immunity goes on a vaccine passport in Europe, and yet the U.S. does not even consider natural immunity for COVID at this point for some unknown reason. You look at the CDC's own website and for other diseases, and I've talked about this over and over, uh, for other diseases in the past, natural immunity is good enough reason to not be vaccinated. If you look at the data and the science, natural immunity is still better than the vaccine. So why is this not being looked at? If you've had it, you're safe. You've got natural antibodies, at least for some period of time. 
which is the same deal with the vaccine. It only works for some period of time. You know, we could stop these ridiculous mandates real quick if the people who were still at work, especially at police and fire departments, just decided not to come to work for a day or two. I think the uh, city officials and the governor would rethink their stance on this whole thing. But unfortunately, I don't see that happening with the people that are probably left working. So the whole situation is ridiculous. And when are we going to say enough? When are we going to stand up to tyranny? Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Behind the Line podcast at BehindTheLinePodcast.com. If you liked this, I hope you will like, share, and subscribe to our channel. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook at Behind the Line WA. You can find us on Twitter at Behind WA. You can also find us on Telegram and LinkedIn at Behind the Line. And I'm on Rumble. Thanks again for listening, and I appreciate your support.